Stop laughing, this is erotic. I'm on a new medication and I think it's making me hallucinate. I would have been a Ted Bundy victim. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea that so many people out there felt the same way I did. Now I want a pina colada. An acquired taste. I have to tell you, Kathleen, it was a bonus episode. Yeah. What's up? Hey, I have to tell you, Kathleen, about uh, the Airbnb that we stayed in. Oh, when you were in San Francisco? Yeah. So I just got home from San Francisco like last night. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, we haven't, I haven't brushed my teeth yet. You're over early. That's okay. That's mm-hmm. fine. And um, so we stayed at this Airbnb because his friend booked it for this wedding that Dennis was was shooting, his friend's wedding. And Oh, that's why you went to San <laughs> yeah. Francisco. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, you had to yeah. go to a wedding. Yeah. So, um. We get into this Airbnb. First of all, the Airbnb, uh, the the woman is a super host. So oh, she's like very well yes. documented as like a good host. I feel more comfortable when I book houses like that. Yeah. And it's like, Amy, your super host is yeah. here to take care of you. Totally. And I can see why she's a super host. Like her house was very clean. Anything we needed, it was there. She had a Vitamix. So we... Did we, you share the house with her? No, okay. thank God. I can never do that. I know no. s- some people are totally open to that. But no. Like, I I couldn't. No, thank you. Yeah, no, thank no, you. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, and but but her Airbnb thing says that she does offer um massages and like spiritual massages if you want. Stop. And like in the pictures, her <laughs> living room had a massage table on it. <laughs> the massage table was not there when we got there. Okay. Um, so we didn't know where she lived. If she's like around to give spiritual massages. Yeah, but is, is this like her vacation home? I, I don't know. I don't know. But Did, she lives close enough to to swing by and give you a spiritual please massage. Please tell me you got a spiritual massage. No. Well, I am very disappointed in you. No. <laughs> um, so we walk in. This house is clearly the woman is a witch. Yeah. And and you know I'm gr- that's great. Yes. You're, I'm all I about mean, it. You're down with the witching. Love witching. Um, because we walk in, there's scarves everywhere, crystals everywhere, <laughs> sage in a corner. Did she have pink Himalayan salt in the cabinet? She did. Uh-huh. So I'm down so far. I'm in. <laughs> uh, she has an altar set up with uh, Tibetan Buddhism, various things. Okay. But also some like, quote unquote, generic Native American things like feathers and beaded things. And then she has uh, various Egyptian gods and goddesses oh, Lord. around. Okay. Now this is just a mishmash. Uh-huh. And then she had, um, what was the other? Oh, and then she just had ra- random like dragons all over the place. So like she had, so it wasn't like she was one belief. She was like kind of every belief. Oh God. And I, I'm all about whatever you want to believe. <laughs> right. Like whatever works whatever for you, works, works for you. you. But it was just a lot. A there lot was of a cultural lot. appropriation. Yeah. And out outside she had, um, a rose quartz stone uh-huh. good for your heart yes but then she had deer antlers that she had spray painted gold on either side of it oh and she had some voodoo stuff in her house too okay. like we looked it up and it was some voodoo stuff this too. Got more interesting so i'm just like who is this woman did you meet her no but i did she had several flyers up for some classes that she had hosted no way and one of them was uh dark moon dance alchemy I would so, I would take the class in a heartbeat. Release, witness, share, plate, create, love, moo. Yes. In all capital letters. Well, if you ever want a bachelorette party, I know where we're going. <laughs> oh, the best part I forgot to tell you. She her favorite thing is nude women uh, in general, but mm. specifically her own nude body. And so in the bathroom, Stop. she had a shadow box next no. to the sink where no. you wash your hands and it was split into three sections and each section had a clip at the top of the shadow box and she had clipped 
strips of photos of her own nude body. No. No. And then. And, and she's a super host. And, and she's pe- a super host. And people are down with this. Well, were her sheets very soft? Very soft Were her, were her towels nice? So nice. Yeah. And the house was very clean. Were you visited by any spirits when you were there? No. And I was wishing I would be. Wait. So here's some of the nude photos that I took of her nude photos. And then in the, in the, um, in the living room, she had just a, a nude black and white shot of her own breasts over water and then in the bedroom she had an 11 by 17 framed black and white photo of herself from the waist up nude holding a she had a scarf draped over her head and then she had a porcelain baby tiny porcelain mask between her Her breasts that she was holding so like betwixt the breasts betwixt the nips she had it was like this tiny porcelain like what? mask what okay none of it means anything so she's into theater too so <laughs> bethany just handed me her phone and i am indeed looking right now at naked photos of your super host yeah fully and, nude and like yeah there's like a bush and mm-hmm. everything and the funny thing is i was talking to someone at this wedding that we went to and he does airbnb as well and he said that um he has like this really cool skateboard that he hung on the wall and it's like kind of like this kind of sexy skeleton like it's hard to describe i love a good sexy skeleton yeah 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 and he said that one of the guests took it down and turned it around because it was too offensive stop it but our super host has nude photos of herself everywhere i wonder if your super host gets off on knowing (gasps) that people are going to be looking at her naked i bet she does i bet she enjoys it at i mean at some point okay if you have a i think it's weird to have Big photos of just yourself in yeah, your house. It's a little strange. But B, when you're naked in those photos and you're also an Airbnb host. Yeah. I mean, look. Props to her. Yeah. I wasn't offended. No. I just found it very. She has a nice body. Great body. Yeah. yeah. She looks amazing. Spiritual alchemy, moon dance alchemy is doing it for her. She seemed like a sweetheart. Like she really did have everything taken care of. It was just a lot. It was a. It was like, I'm going to take Every spiritual uh, practice except Christianity. Yeah. I'm going to take all of them. I'm going to throw them in my apartment. I really feel like maybe there should have been a baby Jesus for good measure somewhere. I mean, she had everything else represented. Did you go through her cabinets? Like, is it filled with like like coconut chunks and hemp yeah. seeds. Yeah. And it was a lot of cacao like nibs. Yeah. And she had like the best, apparently the best kind of water purifier there is like this metal <laughs> one with pure charcoal inside it. Okay. And like she had a Vitamix and she had the, uh, Dennis said her essential oil collection was like top notch <laughs> from like the best brand you can get. I so, bet she sells it. I bet she, probably. it's like a side, probably a side hustle for she, her. I mean, I don't know. She seemed like a sweetheart, but man, that I, was a lot of, of stimulation. I am so upset that you didn't get that spiritual massage. <laughs> like, you know, you know, if she came over for that spiritual massage and Dennis was there and you were there and she like gave it to both of you, you would have ended up in a threesome. Oh, we'd all be fucking. Yeah. Oh, easily. Like a hondo percent. I don't know if it's even an option at that point. <laughs> like it was, and I, this was my first Airbnb experience ever. So I feel like other Airbnbs have to try really hard Wait, to top this. You've never stayed in Airbnb before? No, man, because I'm really afraid that they're going to um, put in secret cameras and like photograph me and, and yeah. you know, invade my privacy. I understand that. And and until you started dating Dennis, you mostly traveled by yourself. Yeah. So yeah. I, I do prefer to stay in hotels. But when I have a big group of friends and, you know, you like you want a deck to like yeah. hang out uh, at yeah, night. Like, I get it. I, I do Airbnbs that then. I just feel like if you walk in and it, 
I don't know, in my head, it's always going to look like something from American Psycho where it's too clean and it's a bro who who owns it. And that bro has a camera in his toilet. Yeah. And like a camera hidden in the bathroom ceiling yep. and also a camera like in the bedroom and also a camera under the bed and also a camera against the bed. I've seen this horror movie before. Oh, uh, I, and but, haven't there been stories that come out where yes. they are filming you? Yeah, they are. It's like it's like a security reason. Don't they sell on spy, you know, like spy websites? We can yeah. buy spy equipment. Yeah. Don't they sell wands that like detect cameras or something? Really? Like, I, on, I think I've seen that up. on TV. That's a thing. Also, speaking of as I as I Google this, uh, when we were in San Francisco, we saw this store uh-huh. and it was called Secret. Okay. And it was sex toys. No, it was like a. It looked like a spy store, <gasps> but it was closed during the day. It had the gate pulled over it, but the sign said open. And I'm like, damn it, you have to earn your way into that store because oh, it's God. probably open, but it's a secret store. Don't you wish you lived in that neighborhood so you mm-hmm. could like keep tabs on the secret store? There used to be, um, what was it called, like detective store uh-huh. down the street from where I lived before they evicted me, and. It was never open. Okay, first of all, they did not evict they you, They did Bethany. evict me. They kicked me out because they were going to tear the building down. Okay, but that's different than, like, you not paying your rent. Oh, no, I fully paid my rent. <laughs> um, uh, wands to detect... Uh, what do they detect? Cameras. Cameras. Every time we go into a, a women's changing room or a stall or something, I always look for little holes in the wall. Uh-huh, right. I do too. Yeah, they, they have them. Yeah. You can get it on Amazon. It probably it weighs a ton. Are they big? Um, it depends on which one you get. This one is, oh, it depends. Um, this one's like $78. Mm. You save 5% with that coupon. Anti-spy wireless RF signal detector, bug GPS, hidden camera signal detector for hidden camera, GSM eavesdropping device, GPS. They got all those keywords in there. All those keywords. Um, Ilimi anti-spy hidden camera detector. Forty dollars. This one's twenty five. But there's so some like big wands. What's too. the price that helps you sleep better at night when you're traveling alone and you're staying in an Airbnb? Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Kathleen, have you ever had that experience where you walk into a store, you find something, it fits you perfectly, it looks perfect, and you're like, this was the easiest, best thing ever? Yeah. That's the experience of movement watches, which I am wearing my movement watch right now. I know. So am I. We're Ooh, twinning. Twinning. We basically get the same one with different colored straps. Yeah, because we're the same person. Uh-huh. Our friends at Movement are giving you that experience with watches. Movement has you covered with tons of quality, clean, all-around good-looking watches and accessories that you can actually afford and order right from your couch. And they're one of the fastest growing watch companies right now in the world because their product is so iconic and minimalist and just beautiful. My movement watch is so, I got the cream colored band. It's so pretty that I could wear it to work and then I could also wear it to a wedding. Like yep. it, it's perfect for any occasion. I have the uh, bloom style in Aster. Uh-huh. It's like this sort of rosy gold and a lilac color. And then the band is like this dark sage it's so beautiful it's so pretty and they also have sunglasses and a growing jewelry collection so they've got all of your accessory needs covered and not just for you these are a great gift for people too for any occasion so movement watches start at just $95 so you're guaranteed to find something you love that's not going to break your bank they understand living on a tight budget because listen I don't got a lot of money to spend but I still like things that look nice I bought my vacation with points (laughs) and that's why movement watches make quality products that are accessible to 
everyone at an affordable price point. And we're going to give you 15% off. Woot, woot. Woot, woot. Plus free shipping and free returns. All you have to do is go to movement.com slash taste. And that is spelled M-V-M-T dot com slash taste. It's gift giving season, graduation, whatever. It's summer. Treat yourself. Christmas is almost here, basically. Hell yeah. (laughs) Go to movement.com, M-V-M-T dot com slash taste. Again, join the movement. Check out their expanding collection. Go to movementmvmt.com slash taste. So, Bethany, last episode, I was talking to you about my amazing healthy chicken salad. Yeah, and I got like so jealous. <laughs> we went to a big food discussion and <laughs> I was like, I said, I feel bad for you because you can't eat this, Bethany. It's so delicious. Yeah. And then I went down a chicken salad spiral because I love it so much and can't have it anymore because well, I'm vegetarian. <laughs> Luckily, our uh, our taste bud, Lindsay, she called in. She left us a voicemail about the way that vegetarians and vegans can make chicken salad and they're not going to be missing out on anything. Okay. Chickpeas. Really? Mashed chickpeas. And then you just add everything. So the yeah. chickpea in lieu of the chicken. Yeah, exactly. That's mash, wonderful. mash, mash. You're still getting that protein. You're still sort of getting that like harder texture mm-hmm. that the chicken will give you. Yeah. And then you still get like the crunchy grapes and the walnuts and the other veggies that you want to throw in. So I thought that was like really nice of her to, uh, so sweet. to share. She, she left us a voicemail. Bethany, <laughs> you have to know about this vegan chicken recipe. I uh, And you there's vegan mayo now too. So you yes. can like... You can do it all up. I was this wedding I was at. It was all vegans. Really? So many well, vegans. Well, it was Dennis's friend. Yeah. Okay. And Dennis, and it's the friend who got Dennis into veganism. So it was just a wedding of vegans. How interesting. And it was so funny because uh, I didn't know any of these people beforehand. Uh-huh. So I had like three or four vegan conversations. And then I go, and I'm not really involved in this wedding so I stayed kind of on the perimeter like I didn't sit in during the wedding I sat on the outside it's tough when you go to a wedding and you don't know anybody yeah and you're kind of like oh I'm just I'm just gonna sit on the side I'm just gonna look at my phone yeah and Dennis was there as a photographer and so like I wasn't really even there as a plus one Uh like it was just really nice of them to let me come so I sat in the back um but during during the um I was gonna say the after party during the reception all of the vegans are over here talking and I sit in the back and there's like four grandmothers and one of them just mumbled what I wouldn't give for a T-bone right now. Because <laughs> they're all like the food was Wait, just vegan. What was the menu? Um, so when when before the final dinner, it was like vegetables and hummus. OK. And then um, which I ate. It was delicious. I mean, there's nothing wrong with vegetables and hummus. I just think I think it's funny. I just I don't Sorry, know. Crudite. Crudite. That's um, what I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, And then, but the dinner was amazing. The dinner was like something wrapped in a leaf that was like polenta-ish with corn, which was really good. Okay. Um, And then they had tortillas with like rice and Uh beans. And then they had like, they had guac. And then they had a couple of dairy options, um, like sour cream and cheese. Um, And then they had like falafel. And then they had amazing cheesecake that was vegan they had vegan donuts oh, with cashew cheese yeah it was so good i gorged on all i mean it was delicious you know what i i would like to go to a vegan wedding just because there's going to be such a plethora of new things to try yeah, yeah. and you can like see what you like and see what you don't yeah. do you like those the i know you're not vegan but i know dennis is it, i'm vegan rising you're vegan rising those coconut almond like the yogurts that are not vegan it's yeah. like coconut milk or almond milk yeah what I do. kind do you like because i've coconut. been trying a bunch and I, I like can't really find one that i like coconut is good but the consistency is going to be a little bit different uh-huh. it's a little bit more liquidy okay um but 
Uh, yeah, I just like the taste of coconut. But mm-hmm. if you don't, it, I know it's a very divisive issue. Yeah, I, my uh, best friend Kristen, she won't eat anything that's coconut flavored because she says it tastes like suntan block. Oh, like yeah, I can lotion. see that. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. And it's like when you're a little kid and you're like your mom covers you in it and you like breathe it in. And you're like, yeah. oh, oh, now I can't be a vegan. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mom. I know some people have that same issue with mint where they think it tastes like toothpaste. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Uh huh. But see, I try not to eat as much almond stuff because they're destroying the earth. I know I'm torn about this because yeah. I'm, a, I'm a devout almond milk lover. Yeah, it's tough. But it, what is it like 50 gallons of water for just one almond? I don't know if it's that much, but it's a lot. It's so it's sucking the earth dry to raise almonds uh, that's, from infancy to adulthood. I've talked about that show Big Little Lies on HBO a yes, whole bunch. Just started watching it. Uh, so good. There was just a, an episode recently and I'm, this is not like a major plot line, so I'm not giving anything away, but there was a little girl who had a panic attack and it was because they were learning about global warming in school yeah and and apparently like it's really jarring for children to like learn about the ways that we're wasting water and how the earth is changing and we have 12 years yeah in 12 years if we don't turn it around we can't turn it around i'm going to alaska in august and i'm gonna do like some glacier tours and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and i'm sure a lot of what we learned from the tour guides is gonna be like this used to be like five feet longer this glacier and it's melting at an alarming rate yeah yeah, by the way, it's 1.1 gallons per almond. That, I mean, an almond is so small. Yeah. Uh, my cousin lives in California, and he uh, he used to live near almond fields, you yeah. know, like almond trees. Yeah. And you just roll down your window, and you know how heavenly almond extract smells? Yeah, it smells like cyanide. Like, Pistachio, like pistachio. Yeah. Anything that's yeah. pistachio flavored is actually <laughs> almond extract. Oh, um, really? I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, you just roll down the window and it's just like, oh, it smells so like oh, a marzipan. Like oh, I in, love marzipan. I know, but listen. Conflicted. All almond. Conflicted. All right, let's get down to it. Okay. This is an email. Uh, I don't know if she wants us to give her name. I don't know if it's a lady. It's a lady, I think. Okay. But yeah, let's make up a name for her. Let's call her Paige. I love the name Paige. Me too. I used, when I was a little girl, I was always like, I'm going to have a daughter and I'm going to name her Paige. Yeah. Yeah, now I just have, like, I need to just collect animals Mm -hmm. and give them good names. Yeah. All right, so uh, Paige says, About two and a half months ago, I ended an emotionally abusive relationship. We were together for almost five years and lived together for three. Woof. Yeah. It was so difficult for me to realize how much negativity I was surrounded with, how it was affecting me and my loved ones, and that I deserved better. Honestly, it was while listening to your March 27th episode, quote, you deserve to be someone's zero choice. Yes. That I burst into tears and finally said out loud to myself, I'm not happy. That episode was about like being someone's back burner partner, yes. back burner, girlfriend, boyfriend, yeah. and realizing that like, not only do you deserve to be someone's first choice, not yeah. their second or third choice. You deserve to be the only choice. Amen. Like, they can't, they see you and they realize I don't want anyone else. Yeah, you deserve zero to be choice. someone's zero choice. Yeah. Uh, she said, I will be forever grateful to you to, for helping me get to this realization because I'm in such a better place now. I've been doing a lot of work on myself. I started therapy. Woohoo. Uh, I've been journaling and reflecting. Uh, I listening to podcasts, reading and got back into taking spin classes. Nice. Nice. I'm ultimately working to understand myself better and rebuild my self-esteem. I feel a lot more confident and I'm no longer heartbroken. My focus is now only on my own well-being, healing, and taking positive steps forward. So Paige says, my question for you is about love and trust. I'm a loving, patient, compassionate person. I always see the best in situations and people, which is how I believed my ex would get better one day or that things would go back the way they once were. 
I trusted him, but he treated me so terribly. So now as I begin to venture out into the dating world this summer, after living with someone for so long and believing they were the one, how do I let myself love again? How do I trust someone again? How do I open my heart without building my walls too high or letting them be too low? She says, Bethany, I'm hoping you can shed some light on this from personal experience. I know you went through a bad breakup and you seem so happy now. I was genuinely so excited for you to finally let your black heart turn. (laughs) (laughs) How do I do that? Does it happen naturally with the right person? What clicked for you? When did your science experiment kiss with Dennis uh, and let him love you? When did that all happen? You know, A, first of all, Paige, congratulations Mm -hmm. for recognizing that you were in an unhappy relationship in a relationship that some may consider emotionally dangerous and getting yourself out. That is the freaking hardest part. And you've done it already. Yeah. It's so hard to realize that you are in the kind of situation that you've read about. Uh You've heard of people being an emotionally abusive relationship and to realize that it's happening to you. um, And, I don't know. I've been there as well. And you're like, this kind of thing doesn't happen to me. I'm too smart for this. Yeah. Um, but you really do realize it when your self-esteem plummets. Yeah. And I remember sitting, I will never forget it. I was sitting at lunch with my mom and my sisters, uh, in St. Paul. And I was still with my ex who was Uh really emotionally abusive. And I just said to them, I think I am the dumbest woman who has ever existed. Wow. Because that's what my ex led me to believe yes. and they bo- they all just looked at me like who are you this yes. is not the person we know mm-hmm. and so Paige the fact that you got out of that is huge and I I know somebody who was in an emotionally abusive relationship and their partner would make them a list of chores to do and get done when they had a day off sorry no they wanted it done fast 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 and and Finally, when this person wasn't with her abuser anymore, she was still like, oh, she was so frazzled all the time because she had to get it done quickly because her abuser made her scared of not getting something done quickly. So crazy. It takes a really long time. So I'm also glad, Paige, that you are going to therapy because that's a really huge part of it. There's so many things that um, that your partner probably planted inside you that you don't even realize um, are kind of percolating in there. It should be mandatory anytime you've been in a complicated relationship or a long-term relationship and you break up that you go to therapy. I think you have to take a year off. Yes. And you have to go to therapy. So you, it is so helpful sometimes to hear what the reality of a situation is from a third party person who Mm -hmm. doesn't know you, who doesn't know people in your life. They don't know your family. They don't know your friends. Yeah. It is sometimes the most powerful thing to hear what you've already been telling yourself to hear those same words come out of a mouth from a third party person. And to have somebody say that's not normal. Yeah. The way that that person treated you or what they said, that's not normal because your sense of normalcy disappears and they sometimes isolate you. So you don't have rational people to bounce these things off of. It's like when you're living in a messy, house and at yeah. first you're like oh god yeah this place is a mess yeah I need to clean it up but then you don't clean it up and yeah. you don't clean it up and you don't clean it up and all of a sudden what used to be so messy to you is now just normal normal yeah and it smells awful and everyone else can tell but people stop coming over because it smells awful because it smells awful so bless your heart yeah Paige and not in like the, not in the fuck way you bless your heart like <laughs> not in the southern oh bless your heart like you you're amazing and strong bless your heart yes but second of all the when it comes to letting somebody new in I, I sort of like the analogy that I use with my friends who are going through this and I have so many friends right now who are 
really coming to the realization that they want to get married, mm-hmm. they want to have kids, and they need to like buckle down and put in the work to meet somebody. Yeah. Uh, it's like... <laughs> It's like biting into an apple. No apple is going to be the same. And just because your last apple was mushy and rotten and disgusting. And abusive. And abusive. (laughs) There's no, you have to trust that the next apple you bite into is going to be different. It's going to be better. Yeah. uh, Yeah, absolutely. I, um, so personally, I, I mean, you guys heard like I was really against it. And I and I got to a place where I was really going to be happy being single forever. And 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 um, I'm not saying you have to get to that place, Paige. I don't think you have to. When people are like, well, you have to love yourself before someone can love you. I think that's bullshit. Uh I think that we should all be working on that. But I don't know anyone who loves themselves 100 percent. And if that was the case, no one would be in a relationship. Yeah, because you wouldn't need it. You would just need like yeah. a vibrator right. and or no, like a butt plug or something. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Exactly. Whatever you need. <laughs> um, I think that the more that you're working on yourself, that's the most important thing. Um, what I learned this weekend at this wedding is that good people run in packs. Okay. And so if there are good people in your life, meet more of their friends uh-huh. because you're going to be hard pressed to find like a really good let's if you're interested in men for example you're going to be hard pressed to find a really good man who has awful people around him yes they usually they run out of patience with usually shitty guys have shitty people around them and yeah and the same thing with women and so um find those really good people and call from their sort of contacts Uh um i also think that like if your walls are up, you keep those walls up for as long as you need to. And I would err on the side of keeping the walls high versus trying to keep them low. Yes. Um, because someone who sees you for who you are and what you have to bring to the table, they're going to be very patient with you with either helping you take the walls down or waiting until you're feeling safe enough to take them down yourself. Yes. Keep them up for as long as you have to because you've been really hurt before. Yeah. And... It sounds sort of hippy dippy to say, but I just stayed in an Airbnb where there were, uh, you know, hawk feathers and crystals all over the place. <laughs> uh, so it's in me now. Uh, um, it's going to the right person is going to be very gentle and patient with you and the walls will come down when it's time. And and just because your walls are up doesn't mean you can't go out on dates. Yeah, totally. Like you can go and meet people because sometimes it takes the right person to make you feel more comfortable and sh- and be a little bit more vulnerable. Uh, a really good friend of mine just got asked over the weekend the question, will you be my girlfriend? <gasps> That's so nice. And, That's so old fashioned. And she had a terrible and awful breakup a few years ago and I I went over to her apartment this week and we were having coffee and she looked at me and she goes I'm really excited that he asked me to be his girlfriend but I also need to recognize that I put in so much freaking work before I met this amazing guy who still was cordial enough to formally ask me if if we wanted to go steady she's like I went on 80 dates, 100 dates. She's like, I was ghosted 75 times. Like a guy literally left in the middle of the date because he didn't think I looked hot, I like my profile her. picture. And she said, I just I just kept going on dates. I just kept myself out there yep. and it happened. Yeah. I, and I have, I have another friend who's dying to meet the right person, but she doesn't go on dates. And it's just, it's not going to happen. It's like, it's in this sort of day and age. Yeah. 
it's like finding a job. You it have is. to apply. If you are actively looking for a relationship, yes. Yes. I, I didn't go on any, no. but I was also not looking for a relationship. You were very lucky and I don't yeah. I don't think situations like yours happen as much as people who are actively looking. Yeah. And I'll I'll also say this. Make the person earn you. Yes. Do not bend over backwards anymore for anyone. If they are late for a date, make note. If they are rude to the server, take note. Don't go out with them again. No. Like you are now in a position where you can say, I am worth so much. Do not let anything slide. No. And especially in the beginning, especially when they are on their best behavior, quote unquote, that's the best they'll ever be. People For the most part, and I know I'm making a huge, gross generalization, but in my experience, it has been true. People don't change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once they show their colors, those are their colors. And if they change, it's because they want to, not because someone's making them. Exactly. So, so in, so (laughs) TLDR, too long, didn't read. Uh, Keep your walls up for as long as you need to. Uh Don't be afraid. Still keep dating while your walls are up. Yep. Uh, Keep working on yourself Uh and make the person earn you. Yeah. Make them show you that they're a good person. It's you don't have to see the good in them and hope they achieve that good. They better be good now or you are moving on. You're a catch page and everyone else listening. You deserve so much better. You deserve a happy life. Mm -hmm. Curate the life you want. Love that. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Bethany. Thank you, Kathleen. No, thank everyone. Thank you all. Nudie photos everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere.